Hi, everyone, and welcome to the So My Sister podcast. My name is Sarah. And mine is Taylor. We started the So My Sister podcast because we want to help Christian women thrive in the life that God gave them and to provide uplifting and encouraging content for all of our sisters in Christ. Both learning how to love yourself and glorify God in who you are by diving into the Bible and seeing how it relates to being a Christian woman today. We hope you join us each week as we learn right along with you. So my sisters, let's get started. Hey sisters, welcome back to the So My Sister podcast. We are so excited about season two, and one of the really fun things we were telling you about last episode is that we are going to have guests on the podcast, and today I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Lindsay, and Lindsay and I have been best friends since we were 15 years old, so more than... 13 years at this point. And Lindsay, before we jump into our topic today, I want you to just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Hello, sisters. I am Lindsay. I live in Texas with my sweet husband, our very spoiled puppy, (laughs) and two crazy cats. Very crazy, as Sarah says. Lindsay legitimately has cats that I like I've been around cats before but her cats are the strangest cats I've ever been around I told her one of them acts like a dog and like one of them likes water like it is just the weirdest thing and I'm not real comfortable with cats I've never been around cats a bunch and so uh I stayed the night here the other day And one of the cats wanted to just cuddle with me all night. And I was just like, what is wrong with your cat? But (laughs) yes, if you hear any animals, it's because Lindsay has a million here and they're all adorable, but (laughs) she does have crazy cats. Yes, Yes, it's like a zoo. Thanks to my husband, because he is a huge cat lover, dog lover, just animal enthusiast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. So like Sarah, I am also a speech language pathologist, so that's super fun. We have the same career, (laughs) but I work with early childhood, um, toddlers, birth to three, so I love kids. I love working with kids. I'm also involved in our children's ministry at our church, and I love it, so yeah, that is that is just a little bit about me. Yes, we are both speech language pathologists. It's so crazy because a little bit of like our backstory is we went to the same high school and we were like in all the same classes because we went to a really small high school. And then we actually ended up going to the exact same college. And then we ended up majoring in the same things. <laughs> So people used to ask us, like, are you just going to be a speech-language pathologist because Lindsay is or because Sarah is? Because we did everything together. We still laugh about how, like, our lives, seriously, we do everything together. We experience literally the same things at the same times. We both got married to our wonderful husbands a month apart. Like, Lindsay got married in June. I got married in July. It's just crazy how our seasons just line up so much. But in our friendship, it's been really cool because we've been able to go through so many seasons. And with us both being in the same career, it's 
so nice because we can call each other and be like, what are you learning? What are you focusing on right now? Um, What's something cool that you've learned? And it's just been really cool to have the same career as your best friend. Like, who has that? That's awesome. (laughs) So awesome. Yes. And we're also, fun fact, we're also both Enneagram sixes. (laughs) So that's super fun. You know, we're skeptical <laughs> we are a little bit what <laughs> we are the loyalists right yes the loyalists so we're very loyal we are committed to our people and super loyal but also you know have occasional worries and <laughs> skepticism so it's really fun where that we can relate on that level too. I agree. And I feel like that is something that's probably helped our friendship. Mm-hmm. We, like I said earlier, we've been friends for 13 plus years mm-hmm. and sisters, it's not always been perfect, <laughs> but we've always just been so loyal and our friendship has just grown through all of life seasons. And so We actually wanted to talk about today the topic of friendship. So last season, Taylor and I discussed the topic of friendship, but today, Lindsay and I want to dive a little bit deeper into that topic and not only talk about like friendship, but talking about making friends that last a lifetime. We all have childhood friends, we all have adulthood friends, and Most of us experience friendships that last for short seasons in our lives, and I want to point out that I don't believe that all friendships are supposed to last your whole lifetime. We do have friends that last for seasons of our lives, and that's completely okay. But today, we are discussing making friends that last through all seasons of life. One thing that's really cool with mine and Lindsay's friendship is that we started our friendship in childhood when we were 15 years old and we are still very close today. And so, Lindsay, I think it's really important to just start this episode and give our sisters a little background of our friendship. Yeah, sure. So our friendship started out a little bit weird. Um, We went to the same church together. I think that's where we met. Yes, we met at church. But we didn't really talk at church. (laughs) We went to the same high school. um, And that's really where we started to talk, get to know each other. And we became really close at school. But what was interesting is that it was like we were friends at school. But then at church and outside of school, we weren't really close. Like we didn't really talk. We didn't really hang out outside of school. So that was like how our friendship started. It was so strange. Like we talk about it to this day where it was just such a weird way that it started out. Um, Because like I said, like we have been inseparable for like 13 years at this point. But when it first started out, I feel like it wasn't like this thing that just automatically clicked and we were best friends for life. Like we first started out, we were like kind of just unsure about each other. And we 
went to the same school. And like I said, it was a very small school. Like I think we graduated with maybe 20 people in our class. And so there weren't a lot of people to choose from (laughs) to be friends. And so we kind of just like chose to be friends at school, but it never really like happened outside of school. We never really hung out. We would see each other at church and like maybe say hi. I don't know, but we weren't really that close. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until we were at church one day and it was like a random time. I was think I think it was like a weekday or something like that. And both of our moms were working on something at the church. I don't even remember what it was, but we were like the only kids there. And so we just like kind of awkwardly said hello to each other and started talking about school. And like, it was the weirdest thing after that point, we like never stopped talking and we never stopped hanging out. Like, I think we just needed like a push. And then after we saw each other that day at the church and we started talking, like we really clicked. And like, since that day, we have spent so much time together. We have had countless sleepovers. We have basically grown up in each other's homes. And I actually, Lindsay, it was the coolest thing the other day. So me and Lindsay have been planning on this episode or planning this episode for a few weeks now. And the other day I was on Facebook and a Facebook memory came up on my phone and it was celebrating our friendship. And it said something about like us being friends for 13 years. So today we kind of want to talk about friendship and talk about how to make a friendship last. I feel like we have learned so much in our friendship. And so we just want to talk about today about how to make a friendship last and how to make it last through life seasons, because life is always changing and you're always going through different things, but how to make a friendship last through everything that you go through in life. And Let me tell you, sisters, it has not always been sunshine and rainbows. We've had hard times. We've had good times. But I feel like one really important thing is that we have learned to grow together and we've learned to remain friends and choose each other through all of the seasons of life. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I agree with that. Friendships that last do not happen by accident. Like it is a intentional and it's a choice to put work into a friendship and to not give up on each other. And it's definitely not always perfect. Like Sarah said, we've had to have a lot of hard conversations. We've had to confront really difficult topics that weren't easy to talk about. Um, and we've had to forgive each other. And so it's not it's not always been easy, but it has been so worth it to have a friend like Sarah. Like, I couldn't have even dreamed to have a friend like her. <laughs> She's just the best. So all of those, the hard things that we've been through is what has built trust between us. And I think that's why our friendship is so strong is because we have chosen to go through the hard things together to do the hard work. And it's been so worth it. I agree. I feel the exact same way about Lindsay where 
I legitimately don't know where I would be in life without her. (laughs) Um, And we always tell each other, like, you're the best, best friend ever because like we have been through so much together and I feel like we have relied on each other so much and we've learned so much. And so today we just kind of want to discuss some of those life lessons um, with all of our sisters. So we're going to give y'all tips. We're going to give you funny stories. (laughs) We are going to give you experiences we've had. And so we're just going to talk about friendship and how to make friendships that last. And I wanted to tell you when we were writing these notes, we both were laughing and there were times where we were both crying and we were just reliving things in our friendship where we've had really good times and we've had really funny times and we've had really hard times and we've had really sad times. And going through all of those seasons and all of those years, it was hard work, but it was so worth it. And there is so much heart and love that went into this episode. And so we are just so excited to talk about this topic with all of our sisters today, because we know that you have friends too, that you depend on, and we want your friendships to last. We want them to be what God created them to be. And so we're just so excited to talk to all of our sisters today. In writing this topic today, we just kind of listed out some things that we have done and that we have learned to make our friendship last and to make our friendship what it is today and the strong friendship that it is today. So the first thing that we wrote down was give each other grace. And this one is so huge because we are not perfect and we are human And our friendship, like I said earlier, has not always been perfect. I remember (laughs) so many arguments and silent treatments (laughs) that lasted a lot longer than either one of us would like to admit. (laughs) Uh, I feel like one of the biggest things that we have learned to make our friendship last is how to forgive each other, and how to give each other grace. Absolutely. (laughs) That has been so important for both of us to learn and to practice. So Colossians 3, 12 through 14 says, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. So I love this scripture, and I feel like the reason that we are able to extend grace to each other and practice forgiveness in our friendship is because of God's love. As Christians, we are living in God's love and in His grace. Because we both live our lives for God, and we have received His grace and His love, which we are not deserving of, That has taught us how to extend love and grace to each other throughout our friendship. I completely agree. I feel like 
there have been so many times in our friendship where I have needed grace from Lindsay and she has needed grace from me. Like we have had to forgive each other. We have had to give each other grace in so many different times. And I think it's important to point out that because we are God's chosen ones, we are to have these qualities and we are supposed to represent him with those qualities. We are called to be compassionate, to be kind and humble and meek and patient and forgiving. I agree with Lindsay that we learn these qualities through God and through his love for us, but also Because we're human, we don't always have these qualities and we don't always act in each of these qualities perfectly. And so I think it's so important that we surround ourselves with people that know our hearts and that can give us grace in those moments that we may not represent Christ in our actions the best that we could. So like I said earlier, Lindsay and my friendship has not always been perfect. And we have gotten into arguments. We've gotten into disagreements. If you know me and Lindsay, you know how stubborn both of us are. (laughs) Like we still have topics that we just avoid because we know we will always disagree. (laughs) But that's just because we are human. And We have had times where one of us has been unkind. We have had times where we have not been compassionate to one another or not been patient with one another or not been forgiving to one another. I remember a time where we had to do a school project together. (laughs) It was... uh, And we had to do school project together and I vividly remember... Lindsay had a vision for it and I had a vision for it and those visions were not the same and we ended that night just arguing and so mad at each other and eventually we had to learn how to compromise (laughs) and do the school project in a way that both of us were happy and neither one of us were happy but that was fine (laughs) but we have had to have times where we haven't had the patience for each other we haven't been forgiving to one another But the most important thing is with each one of those memories, I remember where we had those hard conversations. And I remember after arguments or after disagreements, coming together and having those hard conversations, saying that we're sorry, saying that we forgive each other, and not only like saying that we forgive each other, but showing that forgiveness in our actions. And I feel like through those situations, we can laugh now because it's funny now, but in those times, those were big defining moments for us and our friendship because we chose to act in love. We chose to act in compassion and kindness and to give each other grace. And through those situations, we not only learned how to communicate with one another and to be compassionate and to be kind to one another, but we also learned each other's hearts. We learned each other's intentions. And through the years of disagreements and hard conversations and forgiving one another, we have learned that it is never either of our intention to hurt the other person. Like, I know that Lindsay would never want to hurt me, and she knows that I would never want to hurt her. Through learning that, it's not that we don't ever hurt each other's feelings. Like, 
we're still human. We're still going to say the wrong thing. We're still going to do the wrong thing sometimes. But it's that now we assume each other's intentions even when we do have a disagreement and even when we do unintentionally hurt each other's feelings. Like, for example, and I asked Lindsay if it was okay for us to share this, a couple of months ago, we had a situation where Lindsay unintentionally hurt my feelings. And I remember we were on the phone and we hung up. And after that conversation, I was like a little hurt, but I knew Lindsay. I knew her heart. I knew her intentions. And I know she would never want to hurt me. And so I automatically forgave her without having a conversation, without her even apologizing. It was an automatic response because I know her heart and I know she loves me. And after that conversation, we did talk about it and she did apologize, but she didn't even have to. Like I had already forgiven her. And I can assure you that she has had to do the same thing with me so many different times. So I think that it's just so important that with a good friendship, with a friendship that's going to last, that's going to be strong, you have to know each other's hearts. You have to assume the best in each other. You have to know each other's intentions and know that you are doing things out of love and that you're never trying to hurt the other person. And then learning to just like automatically forgive one another and automatically give each other that grace that God gives you every single day. Wow. Yes. I I love that. I love that you will always know my heart and know my intentions because you know me so well, better than like 99% of the world. <laughs> so you know me and I know you. And so whenever you truly know someone and you know their heart, it's so much easier to give each other grace because you know where they were coming from. It is really special to be in that kind of friendship where it's so close and you have such a knowing of that person that you can automatically just extend grace before they even ask for forgiveness, which is, I mean, that is literally just like a picture of Jesus and how he he chose us. He chose to die for us even before we were even born, before we could ever make a mistake to ask for forgiveness and to repent of. He already made that choice to have grace and forgive us. So I think going back to a friendship that if we can do that for each other in a friendship and extend grace even before that person apologizes or even recognizes that maybe they did something that was hurtful, you can automatically just assume the best in them and choose to forgive and choose to have grace because of Jesus. <laughs> yes. No, I I absolutely loved what you said where it is like it it's representing Christ in your daily life, when you automatically extend that grace, like you are loving people the way God loves you. And I just think that's so important in everything you do, but especially in your friendships, like giving each other that grace, giving each other the benefit of the doubt and assuming the best in each other is such an important part of having a friendship that lasts and that has that good foundation. 
Our next friendship tip is make each other a priority. So this is something that I feel like me and Lindsay have had to learn in so many different seasons of life. So prioritizing each other means making sure to have that connection, making sure to make each other an important part of your life. So this means like spending time with each other, keeping each other updated on life and different things, praying for one another. I feel like that one is so important where if I'm going through something or if Lindsay's going through something, we tell each other like, hey, can you pray for me? Or even automatically, like I try to pray for Lindsay and she tries to pray for me even just in daily life because we know that that's so important for our friendship. And then just choosing to continue working on your friendship. Like we said earlier, friendship is never going to be perfect, but just choosing to continue working on it is so important to making it last. So I feel like, Lindsay, this was like really easy for us in high school and in college because like we said, we went to the same high school, we went to the same college, and college we had the same major. So we were legitimately in each other's classes all the time. Like (laughs) we had the same schedule. We were always together and we also went to church together. So we were always together. And then I met (laughs) my wonderful husband, Evan. And when we got married, we moved away from Texas, like I told you on um, season one. And so In our adulthood, I feel like making each other a priority is something that we have really had to work at because we are long distance. So when we were first long distance in our friendship, we had a rocky start. (laughs) It was something that we had never had to go through before because we were so used to just having each other right right down the street. And so whenever I moved, we actually lived like eight hours apart. It was a very like difficult season for me because I had just moved away from everybody that I knew and I was in a brand new place and it was a difficult season for us, I feel like, in our friendship because we did depend on each other so much whenever we lived close to each other. And so I know that I felt like whenever I moved, I missed that so much, like that closeness and just being able to see each other anytime we needed to see each other. Definitely. I think that was a really hard transition for both of us in different ways. Obviously, Sarah moving away from everyone and everything she'd ever known and loved, minus besides her husband. Um, who just swooped her away. Um, that was extremely difficult for her in a lot of different ways. It was a big transition for me as well. You know, my life didn't change that much except for the fact that my best friend just wasn't here anymore. And so I think both of us had a really hard time and struggled and we didn't communicate as much as both of us would have liked. We didn't know how to keep that closeness of our relationship without having the physical closeness. And so we definitely had to learn how to prioritize each other. And so we really have 
had to learn how to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, we have very different work and life schedules, even though we have we're in the same career. Our jobs, our hours are very different. And so we have to get creative on what are times that we can talk. And we we rely a lot on voice memos and sometimes we schedule phone calls and we've also scheduled trips to see each other. So we've had to get creative of how we could keep each other a priority in each other's lives. Yes, exactly. And I actually mentioned this in the friendship episode that Taylor and I recorded. We have had to be really creative and it didn't just come like naturally. Like we at first were really unsure of how to keep that closeness and how to keep our friendship where we wanted it to be and how to make each other priority. And we kind of just saw it as like, well, we have to talk on the phone, but we didn't have time to talk on the phone. And so that's whenever we started trying to think of new things. So um, with voice memos, like we will record voice memos and send them back and forth so that we can do that in our own timing. And that has helped so much. Um, but also there are times where you don't have the time to do that. So we've just made sure to maybe check in with each other, send a text, or I will text Lindsay or she'll text me and say, okay, I miss you. When can we talk? <laughs> and we'll just schedule a phone call. And so I just think it's like so important for friendships that are going to last a lifetime because you never know where life is going to take you. I didn't see myself moving eight hours away, but I did. And so those friendships that last a lifetime are friendships that have to be willing to change and evolve and grow no matter what happens in life or where life takes you. Yes, the voice memos have been a game changer for us because of our different schedules. Um, One thing that is also like my favorite is Sarah. (laughs) Uh, She has a really fun sense of humor. And so I will go open up my Instagram messages, DMs. Is that that's what the cool kids are saying these days. So I open up my Instagram DMs every like other week. Like I don't check them consistently. And I am not joking you. I will have probably 30 different reels. Is that what they're called? Reels that are hysterical. And I will like binge watch them all. And I'm like laying on the couch hysterically laughing And it's just a way that I can, like, laugh with Sarah, even though she's not here. But I know she laughed at that. (laughs) And so then I laughed at it, too. (laughs) So it's just, I love that. It's one of my favorite things. And this tip about making each other a priority, this is such an amazing strength of Sarah's. Like, I always feel like I am a top priority in her life. She consistently makes an effort to make sure that we stay connected. And I struggle with this, just being completely honest, because when life gets busy, when I'm stressed and there's a lot on my plate, I naturally will isolate myself and become like more introverted. 
So this is something that I have to really work on and be intentional with because I know how important it is for us to stay connected. I feel like that's something that we are different in where I am more of an extrovert. And so as you know, sisters, I can never have too many friends. I love friends. Everyone I meet is my friend. (laughs) And so I feel like one of my strengths And one thing that I really enjoy doing is reaching out to people and keeping up that connection. But going back to having grace for each other, like I have to understand that that's not a strength for other people. And so when Lindsay is busy or when she's stressed, like I have to have that grace and understand that. But I know that our friendship will last. I know that it's strong enough that even if we don't talk every day or every week, like I know that our friendship is not going anywhere and I don't take it personally because I know that Lindsay may have a lot on her plate right now and that that's okay because I know I am a priority and that's going back to assuming the best in each other. Like I know I'm one of her priorities. And so just having grace for each other and then just making sure that you're honest with each other and that you do try your hardest to like make each other a priority in your daily life. Yes, I think this goes back to giving each other grace because we understand each other and we know our differences. We know that there will be times that one of us will fail to prioritize the other in the way that they deserve and vice versa because we're human and Neither of us are perfect, and all we can do is try. (laughs) We can try, and we can give each other grace for the times that one of us falls short, but ultimately, to have a healthy, deep friendship, you have to make each other a priority in your lives. There's no way around that. You have to make each other a priority. And I feel like that is one of the main reasons that Lindsay and I have remained friends for so many years is because we've chosen to prioritize each other in all different seasons of life. And it hasn't always been easy. Like I said, we don't live near each other and we both work and we both have other priorities. And It's not always easy, but we make our friendship an important part of our lives. And believe me, sisters, this is not something that we do perfectly. Just like Lindsay said, there are times where either of us fail at doing this. And there have been times where one of us has had to reach out to the other and have really hard conversations about this. We not only have to give each other grace, but we also have to tell each other that we need that connection or we need more friend time. And I think it's really important to not only give each other grace, but to have those hard conversations and to be truthful to one another whenever you need to have those hard conversations. And I feel like that leads us into our next point. So our next friendship tip is be honest, even when it's hard. And this one is not easy. (laughs) One thing that Lindsay and I have learned in our years of friendship is to be honest, even when it's hard, even when it's hard to have that conversation or to be the one that has to listen (laughs) to that friend. There are so many times where we have had to have very hard conversations, but every single one that I can think of has made our friendship stronger. It has made us 
better people in general. Even though it's hard sometimes, it's something that I feel like has only made us better and has only made our friendship stronger and more lasting. Definitely. I think honesty is one of the most important parts of having a lasting friendship. And Sarah and I were chatting before we recorded about how like in marriage relationships or even in family relationships, like with sisters Mm -hmm. and siblings, when there's a disagreement or when there's something that has happened that needs to be discussed, it's so much easier to have that conversation and be honest. Like, you know, you're going to work it out. You're committed to having hard conversations, going through some things that aren't going to be easy. It's going to be a bumpy ride. There's going to be highs and lows, but you're committed to working it out and to having hard conversations and being honest. And for some reason, it feels like in friendships, even in long-term friendships, it's easier to just not have those hard conversations. It's easier to just push things under the rug or on the opposite side, it's easy to just give up and walk away when when something comes up that's hard to deal with. So I think whenever you're in a friendship that you know is important, that it's lasting, it's healthy, commit to working things out. Commit to being honest and to be willing to accept when your friend is honest with you in return, even when it doesn't feel good. Be willing to do the hard work. On the friendship episode that Taylor and I recorded last season, I actually talked about a hard conversation that Lindsay and I had. And it was a few years ago, and I was having like a really difficult time with anxiety and depression and loneliness. And one day I finally opened up to Lindsay about it. And I vividly remember her saying, I don't want to offend you, but I really think you should go to therapy. And because she was a true friend, speaking out of wisdom and love for me in that moment, I decided to go to therapy and it helped me so much. And I'm just so thankful that I have a friend like Lindsay that has the courage to speak up even when it's hard even when it's a difficult conversation. I know that that couldn't have been easy for her, but she was willing to speak up because she loves me and because she was willing to help me in that moment, even when she knew that could be a really hard conversation for me. I feel like this is something that we really have to work on in our friendships because it's not easy. It's not easy to bring up hard topics, and it's not easy to hear them either. We really just have to learn each other's intentions and know that those conversations are coming out of a place of love and out of a place that you want this friendship to last. You want it to be something that is strong and that you can both depend on. And so in those kinds of friendships, it's so important to be honest and to be open-minded It's very important to have those conversations with love and with kindness and wanting the best for each other. So my sisters, you've heard us talk about the importance of honesty, 
of grace, of love and kindness. And along that same note, our next tip is to encourage one another. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Proverbs 16.24 says, Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. So because we are human, feelings of discouragement are so normal. It is so important that your friendships are a soft place to land in those times of feeling discouraged. Friendship should be a place where you can go and you can be heard and you can be seen. And it also should be a place where you are encouraged and you're lifted up. In your friendships, when you are feeling discouraged, when you are feeling anxious, when you are feeling afraid, when you are feeling anything, you should be able to go to your friends and that should be a safe place. And I feel like that is something that Lindsay and I have prioritized in our friendship. We always say like, this is a judgment-free zone. This is a safe place. I know that I can go to her and I can say anything and she's not going to judge me. She's not going to tell anyone. And also she is going to encourage me in that moment. I feel like it's really important to choose friends that don't sink more negativity in that moment, but that can hear you, that can listen to you, that can see you in that moment, that can validate what you're feeling, but also encourage you and lift you up and pray with you. And I feel like that that's qualities that you need in a lasting friendship. Lindsay is legitimately one of the kindest people I have ever met. If you ask anybody who has met Lindsay, I'm pretty sure the adjective they would use to describe her is kind. Like, she is so kind. She's so sweet. She thinks the best about everyone. And I feel like this is such a strength for her to build people up. She is constantly building others up and complimenting people and trying to encourage people. And I can honestly say, like, seeing that through her has made me grow in those areas. She is so just automatically kind to others and is so willing to encourage anyone she talks to. And that has not only like lifted me up in my life, but it's taught me how to do that for other people. I feel like this is just a really important part of having a lasting friendship because in having a lasting friendship, you need a friend that's going to be there for you, that's going to encourage you through whatever life circumstances you go through. Wow, Sarah, that was so sweet. And I was going to say the same thing about you. I love how Sarah always sees the best in me and she points out my strengths and she tells me the things that she loves about me. And that seems like so simple, but like, I'll do something or I'll say something and she's like, oh my goodness, I love you so much. And she'll just like point out something that she loves about me and that makes me feel encouraged and loved 
And it's just really special to have someone who who sees the best in you because sometimes we don't see the best in ourselves. And so to have a friend who can point out the things that maybe you don't see, maybe you don't see those things whenever you're looking in the mirror, whenever you're thinking about yourself, to have someone in your life that can point out the good things about you is really valuable and encouraging. I love this episode. I have been so excited about this episode, but I love that like I can see these things that we're talking about even as we record this episode. Like we are lifting each other up. We're encouraging each other. We're telling each other what we love about each other and it's just so important that you lift up your friends cuz I feel like in lasting friendships, you have to have a friend that pushes you to be the best version of yourself. And not only that, but pushes you to represent Christ, to live your life according to God's word and encourages you in all of life circumstances, whether it's trying something new or taking a risk or following a dream or a passion. You need a friend that is going to push you and believe in you and support you. So our next tip is to be trustworthy. Proverbs 16, 28 says, A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. This is something that we learned very early on in our friendship, thankfully, (laughs) because to have a friendship that's going to last a lifetime, it has to have a foundation of trust. So in mine and Sarah's relationship, we always know that what we say to each other is not going to go anywhere else. We know that our friendship and our conversations are always a safe place. We don't have to be afraid that anything we say will be spread around to other people or will be discussed behind one another's backs. So I think this is just a basic, super important lesson is to just be a friend who is worthy of trust. Like Lindsay said, I feel like this one is just such a given. Like you have to be trustworthy to have a lasting friendship. You have to trust one another and you have to be willing to trust one another. I feel like it's hard sometimes to choose to trust a person and choose to be vulnerable. And so it's really important in those lasting friendships to find someone that you can trust, and that is going to be a safe place. Proverbs 27 and 17 says, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Sisters, friendship is so important. It's a vital part of our lives. We have to have friends and we have to have people that we can go to, that we can trust. God can use our friendships and his will for our lives. I feel like as the church and as the body of Christ, we are called to support one another. We are called to be there for one another. It says that 
when one rejoices, we're called to rejoice with them. When one mourns, we're called to mourn with them. So we are called to be friends with each other. We are called to have these friendships and to be the body of Christ and to support one another through whatever life circumstances we go through. And also in a healthy friendship you're going to encourage each other to follow after God. You're going to encourage each other to represent Christ in everything you do, to follow his word and his will in your life. And so it was so important for me and Lindsay to do this episode because I feel like our friendship through God's grace, through God's will and him leading us and us praying for our friendship and praying for each other. I feel like he has used our friendship so much in our lives to support one another and encourage one another. The topic of friendships that last a lifetime, those lasting friendships is so close to our hearts because we know the importance and the impact that it can have on your life. Yes, we always say that the Lord knew that we needed each other. And we wholeheartedly believe that the Lord brought each other into our lives. I know that I would not be where I am today without Sarah and without her loyalty and her encouragement, her love and her friendship. It is so valuable to me. So we encourage you all to cherish your friendships and put the hard work in. Learn the lessons and make the effort. Make each other a priority because it is so worth it. And a true God-given friendship can make an eternal difference on your life. So my sisters, that is our episode with Lindsay. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us on the So My Sister podcast. I had so much fun doing this with my best friend. And I hope that it was an encouragement to all of our sisters today. And just know that we love you. We are praying for you. And you are all of our friends. So my sisters, we loved diving into the word of God with you this week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at So My Sister and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure to leave us a five-star review and tell us what you like about our podcast. 